This is James from the Gym Polycast. On this episode, I'll talk about student loan debt and why forgiving student loan debt is beneficial to our country and how it's not really that hard of a sell. So uh, there's a notion that uh, student loan debt forgiveness is a hard sell to the working class uh, because it really only affects like 15% of the working population. And there's a good portion of the working class that uh, will get no use uh, out of the uh, university system here in the U.S. And, you know, that's a good point. You know, it, it very well can be a hard sell. You know, it's $1.75 trillion. It would be hard to get people to uh, think about financing something that big when there's not really a direct impact to them. Um, I actually discussed this with my friend and talked about, you know, what what would that do, you know, talk about student loan debt. And he straight up asked, you know, what would that do for me? Because he didn't go to college. You know, he works in construction and has no tangible benefit for uh, his uh, money to go to student loan forgiveness. Uh, at, at that instance, uh, I brought up the housing market. Um, you know, that's, a you know, 46 million Americans or, or somewhere pretty close to that. Um, it, that's a big deal. That's a lot of Americans that's being held out um, or potentially being held out of the housing market. And so it can uh, get people buying up homes. Um, now, I will say that right now this may have to be postponed because of the economy. But as soon as the economy picks back up, um, forgiving student loan debt needs to be a priority. And the main reason why I say that is the housing market really isn't that great right now. And so sending um, all the people who no longer have student loan debt uh, into the housing market uh, when there's no real supply uh, to help them out, probably not a good thing. But again, as soon as that kind of uh, levels out, definitely need to forgive student loan debt. But anyways, uh, you know, back to the conversation with my friend. So, you know, he said, uh, you know, what, what does it benefit? And I, you know, brought up the housing market and, and having more people buy into it. But there's more to that. Um, and it has to do with the, um, the next generation. Uh, people who are younger than the millennials and are, you know, either um, going to college um, now or starting to go to college and they're dreading the same economic impact that they saw the millennial generation go through. Um, and this is uh, likely impacting enrollment numbers, which will then short a lot of fields that we need, engineering, doctors, lawyers, you know, all these different types of fields that are important, um, you know, and, and that's going to have a major effect on the economy. Um, it is also going to have an effect on our national security. You know, we are the most powerful military because we are um, the most technologically advanced. If we lose that technical edge, uh, especially to a country like China, who's most likely to overtake us uh, in, in science in that way, uh, we would lose um, the most powerful military. Uh, we would actually uh, be probably the second because China at that point would be um, the largest military, um, most certainly in uh, number of soldiers, 
uh, and the most technically advanced. That's a big one-two punch that's very hard to overcome. So this investment isn't just about um, the economic impact, which would be beneficial of forgiving student loan debt, but it's also about um, you know setting an example for the next generation and encouraging uh, them to get the education that they are qualified for, um, and that they are you know that they that they can uh, achieve. You know, you should have as much education as you want and as you're capable of. Um, you know, and then the other thing, you know, the last thing in student, um, uh, a forgiving student loan debt is um, uh, getting more people into school um, and keeping our uh, technical edge for our uh, national security. Um, so there's, there's a lot of benefit for investing in student loan debt, but it's not just student loan debt forgiveness. That's only one part of the equation. The other part is uh, tuition-free universities, but it cannot be just universities. It has to be post-secondary education, um, you know, uh, technical college, um, uh, community college. Uh, we should have grants uh, to help people achieve um, certificates. Um, you know, the IT industry is a perfect example of that. Tons of certificates that people can get and get good paying jobs. You know, uh, CompTIA, A+, um, you know, Cisco, CCNA, that sort of thing. Um, you know, we could uh, get, um, you know, grants for, for that and, and allow people to get um, those type of certs. You know, there's ASE certifications and HPAC certifications, there's plenty of education that we could be, um, we could be investing in um, and uh, allowing people to better themselves and better our economy by doing so. Uh, and it doesn't have to be a four-year university. Not everybody wants that. They may even be capable of going to a four-year university, but they just don't want to. Um, they want something else. You should have as much education as you want and as you're capable of. It's going to do tons for our country. Um, and I think it is one of the next uh, obvious steps for our country. You know, maybe not so much right now with the housing market and everything the way it is. But as soon as the economy is stable, um, as soon as, you know, we get inflation back under control, this, as far as student loan debt and tuition-free universities, uh, needs to be done. Uh, so that way we can, you know, move forward and and get people the education that they want. Um, it benefits so many people. And, and more people often than not will get degrees that are useful by a long shot. It's not going to be the, quote, liberal arts degree, you know, the... The PhD in philosophy that's asking, do you want fries with your burger at McDonald's? Um, it's not going to be the, quote, gender studies, which, by the way, the fact that we have problems with understanding transgender individuals, we should have more people in gender studies. Anyways, um, in, there are going to be degrees that people get that benefit themselves and our economy and are worth investing in. You know, we paid $2 trillion in tax cuts 
that nobody really saw any benefits for except for the corporations and the wealthy. Um, we spent, you know, we'll spend about $1.7 trillion on the lifetime of the F-35. Um, who knows? I don't even know the, the total number that we spent on the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, so I think if we've done all of that, we can forgive student loan debt. And it won't be a tough sell to the working class because everybody benefits from having more doctors, more engineers, more lawyers, more, um, you know, marketing representatives, more, um, more all sorts of people, you know, because it helps. But we also benefit from having more electricians and more mechanics and more IT professionals and more childcare professionals, more nurses. So you can... You can invest in all sorts of education levels and benefit our country greatly. And not really a tough sell, especially to the working class, because many of them would like to see their kids um, move on to whatever makes them happy. And if their child is capable of college, why would they want to put all these barriers in front of them? especially crippling student loan debt or military service or something like that. Why? Those are things that a rich individual in this country would not have to deal with. Why should poor and working class individuals have to deal with that? Invest in our education. It will lead to so many benefits in our economy. Anyways, that's all I have for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Jim Polycast. Be sure to like the Jim Polycast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a good night.